episode 115 of shannon on batman before we actually get into the episode proper i want to thank our two current patron supporters cedric ramos and ali gazelbech for their continued patronage and without further ado let's go ahead and get into the episode with special guest daniel alter all right before we get into the batman stuff before we get into the warner brothers merger and all that stuff there was a Yesterday or two day, two days ago, Grace ran off the YouTuber because that's what she is. She's a YouTuber. She um, she said that uh, Kathleen Kennedy is slowly being seen the door, and like that, when she posted that on YouTube, like that, you know, went everywhere. It was like a part of the store. So you're kind of a you're a not kind of, but you're a Hollywood insider. What what are, what are your thoughts on that uh, going um, forward? My thoughts are I, I, I don't I, – I vaguely know who Grace Randolph is. No, no offense to anybody. Uh, I just said I vaguely know who she is. Um, regarding that rumor, um, I have not – you know, I, I, I don't know how valid that rumor is. And, uh, you know, I think Kathleen Kennedy is a legend. Um, you know, I've joked, other people have joked, you know, Marvel, whatever, because I think everybody also thinks about the comic books and whatever, but I have no idea, I honestly. And, and you know, again, I, I just think, you know, honestly, like, I, she's Kathleen Kennedy. She's a legend. So that, and I have no idea who the other person is. So that's how I put it. Right, which was interesting because no one else has been, like, even, like, discussing right. it. And right. it was like, I, I don't, I don't all see of a sudden, that just like, yeah, I, 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 I see that online, and when I say online, I mean on Twitter, and I don't see that in the trades, and in terms of, like, you say, oh, you know, whether I'm an insider or not, you know, conjecture is different from, you know, what you actually hear, and a lot of people like to talk and make conjecture, and then they also like to call their buddies at the websites and tell their buddies at the websites what their conjecture is as they pass off on as, as being, you know, maybe actual developments and I, these are how these rumors on these sites honestly get out there and why you see them on sites and why again you don't see them in the trades and why there is you know a, a kind of a difference to be honest in quality control oftentimes and, and by the way sometimes these sites definitely do scoop the trades i'm not trying to you know also take that away but the filtering is not as good oftentimes you know whether it's the sites or social media the internet whatever the, the platform so i just again it's like i just feel like i don't want to give time to something so inconsequential until it's been spoken about in, in real news. Right. Like there was that rumor, like the, the, there's like an indefinite hold on like the other solo films. And then like that rumor popped up. So I was like, Hmm, interesting because we like all this other stuff's been going on, you know, the merger with Warner brothers and ATT. And then we have the, we have the, the final like Disney's buying Fox. So all that. And then all of a sudden like that popped up, out, like out of the blue, so I was like, wow, this is just random. Like, Kathleen Kennedy's been running, you know, been producing movies longer than I've been alive. And she's. Yeah. I, yeah. Go, sorry. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. So yeah, she's been doing the. She's been doing this for, you know, longer than me and Kyle have, like, like I said, been alive. Like, Jurassic Park, you know, Star Wars, all these stuff. 
And it seems like with The Last Jedi and now Solo that, you know, someone's got to take the blame for it. I don't think it's her. I think that they, what, the fix for me is they need to, like, distance themselves from movies, right? Like, instead of coming out every other year or every year, they need to let these movies percolate and get people excited about these projects. That's my two cents of the situation before we get into, like, the other, like, our bread and butter Batman, so... Yeah, I, I mean, look, here, you said something about the fix. So here's the thing about, you know, regarding Star Wars and also Kathleen Kennedy and, and, and terms you say about somebody needing to take the blame. Ultimately, you have to look at what Star Wars is, I think. I mean, to me, Star Wars is this classic film trilogy. Uh, originally, it's, it, for, first and foremost, actually, it's a movie called Star Wars in 1977 that changes anything, everything, all right? Then it's the trilogy that is huge and everything else that extends beyond the trilogy, the licensing with video games and comics and books, all of which extended the universe at the time. Then it's the prequels, which, you know, turns into a saga and that's huge. And, and, and I have issues with the prequels, but, you know, give credit where credit's due. They were huge movies. You can nitpick creatively or, you know, say, oh, they was first one should have made more in Titanic and it didn't. And, all this stuff, they, they delivered, okay? They delivered financially, they delivered in terms of their merchandise. What they delivered creatively is up for debate because there's a whole younger generation that loves them. I'm being long-winded, but the point comes down to, I don't really know what it is beyond that. I mean, George Lucas talked about doing a trilogy, you know, another trilogy and making nine. Then he sold his company to Disney. They discarded his um, original ideas, I guess, originally, he wanted to do. Uh, they, they had a writer working on it. Then J.J. came in and did his thing. I'm a fan of The Force Awakens. I like The Force Awakens. I'm not a fan of The Last Jedi, to be honest. Um, you know, ultimately, though, I really have fun with Rogue One, and I enjoyed Solo, by the way. But I don't really know if there's as much latitude with that brand in, in, on, on screens as you have with, like, Marvel or DC. I don't really know if audiences necessarily want you know, exactly, a movie every year or even every two years. I mean, a new trilogy, that's something. At the end of the day, like, I'm a proponent of all of this because, you know, Star Wars forever. I want this stuff to last. But ultimately, you know, Rogue One worked because it's coming right after Force Awakens. And, 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 it's, and, and, and it's, you know, like a spinoff in that way, right? It's like, it's like an extension of the universe. Solo had a lot of problems. And we may maybe not having this discussion or having a different discussion if it was a, a hugely successful movie. But now you have to look at it and say, what is the future of the Star Wars brand? Outside of J.J. coming back and finishing up the story and, and making amends for many of us who didn't like the movie and, you know, and, and just making a third movie, what do we all want from Star Wars? Like, I don't know. You, 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 what do you guys want? You, want? you want episodes 10, 11, and 12? What, what I want, and I've talked about this with a lot of people, I think I've even talked about it with this Kyle, is... I do want these, the saga of the Skywalkers, to kind of continue, but I've seen six, seven, what are we at, seven movies, eight movies now with these Skywalkers? You're at nine. You're, you're at nine with we'll the, be at nine. Solo. Yeah. Um, Which is not Skywalker, technically. But. Right, right. Um, but honestly, the movie that I've been championing and I've said on Twitter and want is a Yoda movie being trained as a Jedi. We, we jump 10 years, we see him in his prime. Take all my money right now. I love the character. <laughs> I love the character Yoda. And to see, as a live action or a CG? I, I mean, I guess, yeah. 
Okay. Do whatever. Just make it happen. I don't <laughs> care what they do. If Kyle, they, what do you want? You want more Ryan Johnson, right? You love, you love last year. He Jedi. wants all that Johnson. Well, well <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I had it my way, I would just distance myself from the Skywalker legacy as far as I could. That's just really bringing Star Wars down at this point. It's, there's so much baggage attached to that them characters. May, just, may I ask what is Star else. Wars without the Skywalker? Like, could I just? I'm just curious. Like, I mean, it's also Han Solo, a science sure. fiction based fantasy story. No, I know, but like, I mean, it's a universe. But like, I guess my my <laughs> there's my a lot of people in the would... universe. I mean, that that's I guess it's my yeah. There, there is. I'm but, so but it's used like... to the extended universe that I've already just kind of associated many different parts of the universe right. non Star non Skywalker people. So. I want to see more I, of that I, stuff. I, I, I guess it's just so weird because, like, I am the biggest advocate of IP, right? Like, my whole, you know, my producing career and, and, and my, my life and everything, I'm just a, uh, you know, a, a, not only that, but as a, as a fanboy, you know, growing up. I mean, I just, I love Marvel and I love DC, as you guys know, and I also love Star Wars and I love Star Trek. But, you know, I don't know. It's like, I feel like... <sighs> You know, I love Star Trek. When I say I love Star Trek, let me let me you know quantify that. I love Star Trek that Gene Roddenberry created with Captain Kirk and Spock, and then somehow lightning struck twice. There was this thing called the Next Generation. It was actually also really good. Roddenberry created it, by the way. There's like this you know element of you know fandom that really loves DS9, and I've actually recently revisited it, and I get it. But I just feel like that's the same thing. It's like it's the more niche stuff. I, I feel like you know ultimately like Star Trek is the original series and then it gets away at next generation and that's i'll extend the same thing to george lucas's prequels there is prequels everything else it's not george lucas that's why i was always a a fan or a proponent of the the han solo franchise or the leia franchise and the lando franchise because to me yeah it's a universe but he, but a world is only as good as its characters and they're george lucas's characters they all they all they they they, they I don't know. Do you want to see the Harry Potter universe outside of J.K. Rowling? I, I don't know. That, that's how I look at it. I mean, for good or for bad, it was Lucas's world. Uh, that's how I feel. I like. I see where Kyle's going, and I understand like his like. It, it does kind of like bring baggage, but they could have used the legacy that were all the those books, right? Like they had how many books? Just those, by the way, those by the way nope. were all sanctioned by George Lucas. And when he, if you go back, you know, I'm going to get really geeky on you, but if you go back and you look at the original video when he sold Lucasfilm to Disney, and it's he and Iger, he basically alludes to them as being the the canon that you know filmmakers and storytellers can look to to continue to extend the universe. Because again, he had sanctioned all those, as he also gave you know his treatment. So. I'm just such a huge fan. We talk about Kathleen Kennedy, legend. I'm such a huge fan of George Lucas. I would always defer to whatever his ideas or he sanctioned for Star Wars right. as long and as he's alive. They, the current administration at Disney and the people in charge of the Star of Star Wars: The Legacy, they just completely like, no, none of that's canon. It's all from. The, it's the six movies before, and then from here on out, here's where our king is. Right. And, and, and again, by the way, I also see why that was important for J.J. somewhat, because it was probably hard for a filmmaker to come in and, you know, not only look at the original trilogy, but then have to pay homage to all this stuff, which Lucas had sanctioned, but at the time, Lucas wasn't necessarily thinking about 
movies. But then again, I have to wonder, maybe Lucas was, because Lucas had a treatment and Lucas did seem to approve of most of this stuff. So I don't know. It's just one of those loaded things that, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, Star Wars means so much to me, guys. I mean, you have no idea how much those three movies specifically, those three original movies mean to me. Um, and the prequels have a have a you know love hate relationship with me. Everything else since then, I, honestly, I just wish it didn't exist. Like I love the Force Awakens, but I truly wish that Star Wars lived on in other mediums and platforms, video games, interactive TV. I'm very excited about the TV series, but I, I just the movies. I don't know. <laughs> what a way to end say it. that. <laughs> what yeah, a way to maybe, end that. Maybe I should say that. <laughs> um, so before we get into like the, the meat of you know Batman and Joaquin Phoenix and what's going on at the studio, there was a merger. And the day of it, like even days before, we were me and you were texting back and forth, Dan. What do you think is gonna happen? And I was like, Well, I don't think it's gonna go through because of what's been happening recently, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden the merger went through and I was completely surprised by that actually. I was like, yeah, it's not going to go through and Netflix or Hulu are going to buy or Apple. I know, I know. You were you were wishing for that. I know. You were I, you were hoping. You weren't the only one. I heard that from a lot of people by the way. A lot of people were were hoping that it that it didn't go through. Cuz um, AT&T is a terrible terrible company. I have their internet <laughs> their internet service is the goddamn worst. The worst. Uh, I use DirecTV now though and I like it. Uh, I have that. It's okay. It's not the greatest. It's not the worst. It's what I expect from AT&T at this point. Um, <laughs> but I, like I said, I was hoping that Netflix would would buy it because then there wouldn't be that, that DC streaming service that's completely unnecessary. I already own all the movies and all the animated stuff. So, But here we are. AT&T is now the subsidiary of well, not the subsidiary. They're the proprietor of Warner Brothers and the DC canon for and for like the next who knows when. Thoughts on this, Dan? I mean, I don't know how much of an effect that has on it, other than your wish that it had been bought by, you know, a digital company specifically for the reasons that you just said. All of which I think are very interesting, by the way. Um, but. At, at this point, you know, my thoughts are more, frankly, their thoughts and prayers are just, <laughs> and hope and dreams and everything are just with goodwill towards DC. I mean, you know, I, I, I want these movies to work. I want them to be good. I, I, I'm not in favor of all the decisions that are going on there necessarily. Um, I'm excited about some things. I'm really excited about Aquaman. I mean, I, I could continue to get like just increasingly more and more excited for that movie based on everything I see in here. And, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't really know what else I can say about that. I, that those are my thoughts. It's, it's, uh, you know, I have other thoughts. I don't know how they apply to, you know, you guys in this show. I mean, I think, look for AT&T, it's a huge score. I mean, you you brought up streaming. I, I this this is massive for AT and T with their bundle and what they're trying to do with uh, with exactly Directv Now and HBO and and the content wars that are coming with streaming services. So I, I think it's a huge score for AT and T, um, your favorite company. But um, 
in, in terms of if, if you're asking creatively, I, I just think, you know, I, I don't really know what differences could have been made outside of a, a huge shakeup. I mean, what you just said with the, the streaming company, because that would have just been a, a major disruption to the industry, frankly. And that's what I think that Warner Brothers needed. You know, with HBO that is thriving. You know, that's separate from Time Warner, by the way. But if you just want to focus, I mean, uh, you know, Warner Brothers. But if you just want to focus on on Warner Brothers, there's a hit movie called Ocean's Eight, okay? There's, there's you know, a massive success called It with a sequel coming. So I know you guys look at it from this very DC-specific thing, but they are a studio. And, you know, frankly, the management is doing a very good job, actually, or at least a, a good job. You know, they're not, they're not, no one's perfect, even Disney, okay? Um, as we just discussed. But they, they're doing a pretty good job on their, a lot of their movie stuff. So I have qualms with DC, but I think to trickle it all the way up, as, as you want to do, you, it's very complicated because DC is very valuable IP. But it's very complicated. Let's just leave it at that. It seems very complicated. You know, so I don't know. Like My hope is that someone else comes in, gives the leadership that's right there at like the helm of DC, you know, gives them you know, the power to go do this and continue on. Because it seems like they're at this, you know, this threshold of this, you know, this fork in the road where it could go either way again. But it seems like they're turning the corner with Aquaman. Wonder Woman 84 looks like there was just another, you know, photo, you know, released of Kristen Wiig as Benny Minerva today. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm still, I'm hesitant. Kyle, thoughts? I mean, I, I guess I'm glad it's not a Comcast merger. Like, let's, let's go with that. Oh, why? Explain. <laughs> Comcast is definitely the worst company in America. Let's just say that. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. <laughs> um, look, guys, whether it's Comcast or AT&T or whether it's, you know, again, you try to say about, you know, the, the, the chairmanship or, or, or whatever, you know, role you're talking about with Time Warner. Again, when you say names and, you know, you're to me about, you know, like there, there are plenty of people who can run all these companies around town. And and you know you know from Kathleen Kennedy to 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 all these you know wonderful people we can talk about so many legends and some people you know maybe aren't legends but um, th- there are lots of people around town who pass through with these jobs. I think the one thing that you know your listeners who get even angry sometimes at Warner Brothers um, should should actually think and I, and I know on Twitter I you know sometimes you know make make comments but you know at, at the end of the day Warner Brothers you can't really blame Warner Brothers in a sense. Yes, you have to figure out does DC Comics need to be more autonomous the way Marvel is and maybe service Warner Brothers less and, and, and service, you know, you, you know, Marvel seems to be its own brand that really services Disney, but, it, but it's very autonomous, right? Like it releases mm-hmm. its own movies. That's the thing. They got to, yes, I'm in agreement that you, there, there's a lot of ways you could do that, but they're not doing that. That, that is, they're not doing that. They are, they are treating DC uh, in a different way at Warner Brothers. They're trying to be more f- filmmaker friendly. Uh, I'm not, I don't necessarily know if they are being more filmmaker friendly because I think they're very filmmaker friendly at Marvel. But, uh, you know, they are trying to position this where you can kind of come in and, you know, if you're a producer in this town, you can go in there and pitch on a project, I think, and, you know, try and bring like an element to it or, or, or whatever. I mean, it just, I, I like the way Marvel does their stuff. I'm just going to be honest, okay? You you guys know that. I think that's the best model. Uh, you know, 
a lot of people want to digress and say, well, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, that's true. You, you don't have to do it the way somebody else does it if you have your own way and it works. I think Marvel has proven their way works, and I think we have seen that the other way has not worked so well. Well, it's not just that. They, they're just making decisions. Marvel is just making decisions that work best for the overarching, you know, films. Like, let's look right. at, let, let's just take a look at this. So in the last couple of weeks, we've seen, we've heard that Joaquin Phoenix is going to play the Joker in a Todd Phillips Joker film produced by Martin Scorsese. We might see Robert De Niro. But then the, that begs, begs the question, okay, is this Joaquin Phoenix Joker film going to have anything to do with the Matt Reeves Batman? Or is it just a one-shot? What happens to Jared Leto's Joker? There's just so there's always just questions that surround these DC superhero films. I'm a fan. I enjoyed, you know, BDS. Uh, I love Wonder Woman. Justice League, for what it's worth, I did come out of that movie with a smile. You know, but there's just so many questions that surround this. I want to get excited because now I hear that Jeff Johns is going to direct Green Lantern, not direct, direct Green Lantern Corps. Hopefully Peter Jackson does it. Cross my fingers. Yeah, another but, one of your, you have these, <laughs> yeah, you have these, they're not necessarily rumors like that have like actually like come from multiple things. They're, they're things that Justin wants to happen. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's but you see what I'm saying? Like it, who should just... be the chairman of a studio? Who should make the movie? <laughs> who should buy the studio? Justin likes to come up with ideas of who could. I'm the ideas guy. Yes. I'll come you're out like, of left. You're telling me. So who could run water? You don't know if the job is not gonna continue to be filled or not, but you want to have the list ready of the guys you're asking <laughs> me. Who could do it? It's like okay, so like the Supreme Court just announced that he was gonna retire. There's a list. Oh I'm god, not... let's so not go there. Okay, let's just let's I'm just not go. <laughs> But just a different kind of list. Um, but but you see what I'm saying? Like, there's always these, like, something that comes and it's excited. Like, I'm really excited to see Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker. You know, like, he was always kind of on that list, so to say. But then there's, like, what happened with Jared Leto's Joker? Now he's going to be in the Morbius film. It's just, there's just way too many questions. Yeah, I, I totally, listen, I, I uh, Tal Phillips is an interesting filmmaker to do that movie, and, and Joaquin Phoenix is a, really interesting actor to, to play it um again I, there are some people who make the point well don't you think it's cool that you know the same way they bifurcated the film and tv universes with, with dc and, and warner brothers uh it, you know some people and, and then they have like not only the shared berlanti universe but they've got something like krypton which i think shares with the dc movie universe right and and other shows that don't share so you know they're, they're some people are going to make the argument that there's there's a way they can do this. That there's a precedent with comics where they always had, you know, runs of things that weren't necessarily in the core or primary or alpha universe. Ultimately, you're only going to make so many movies a year. You're not a comic publisher printing a hundred titles, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when it comes to the movies and the TV shows, I think what Marvel has done is phenomenal. I actually, I don't watch all the Marvel shows. Uh, I, I, Tried to watch Agents of Shield. I was originally very excited for it. I I couldn't keep going. Um, I think Daredevil was solid. I, I the Punisher is amazing. I was about to say the first season of Jessica Jones is good. Uh, you know, uh, I haven't seen the second one yet or the second one of of, of Cage yet. I, I'm, I'm behind Punisher. Uh, they're both good, but I mean Punisher was just the best thing they've done yet. But you know. By the way, um, I watched one episode of the other one the, that was just on, um, on Freeform. It was good a bit, too. I saw it the other night. But 
I wish there was more. I wish there were even more streamlined, the movie and TV stuff. So what I'm ultimately saying is, like, to me, DC, you only get so many. Jared Leto was the Joker in a movie that grossed, like, a gazillion dollars. Yes, we all know the movie was awful. It made the money because it had a huge opening. And, and when you have a huge opening, the multiple doesn't have to be that massive to get to these huge numbers. But whether or not you make a sequel to that movie, whether or not there's a thirst or a hunger for an actual direct sequel to that movie... It, it established its footing. It, 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 it raised the awareness of, of characters like Harlequin, and they know she's an MVP, so they're giving her her own movie, and they're doing a, a smart play with that. That's a smart project, Birds of Prey. Jared Leto's the Joker. He, he and Ben Affleck should be in a Batman movie. I mean, you're going to get it out of me? Fine. That, that's where it's at. Yeah, I, I've been waiting for you to say it. I've been slowly, I know you have. I know slowly you have. You trying to... Out, so I'm just going to do it. It's like... You, you, and again, like, look, if he doesn't want to do it, you know, that's a whole other issue. And, and I don't want to, I'm not going to get into what I've heard and I'm not going to get into what I, what I think and what I want beyond just saying, but man, like they should be moving everything to make him do it because whatever you think of Justice League. And, and I, and I got a lot of issues with that. BBS, he had the goods and, and they're five movies in Aquaman's part of that universe. Wonder Woman 2 is part of that universe. Shazam is part of that universe. Birds of Prey is part of that universe. They just hired the Joker to play Morbius. He, Affleck. Just because you... Justice League had a lot of issues. You don't scramble the whole thing because of that. So I, 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 don't, I don't know what else you want me to say. You want to get out of me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just, well, I've been trying to, like, position us to have the conversation of, you know, the, the I don't know, did you get a chance to read Mark's uh, article last week about Ben Affleck not doing a solo Batman film in the Matt Reeves Bat yeah, universe? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like, you know, I trust Mark. Mark's a friend of mine. Yeah. And he's Mark, a friend Mark of yours. Mark, yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark tends to know what's going on. So if he says something's going to happen, like, not going to happen or going to happen... I tend to side on because he's, you know, more times than wrong, he's been right. So. I, 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 at this point, I mean, are we, is it not officially? I mean, I, I think it's a very slim chance that he comes back now. Yeah, I don't I think mean, he's I'm, coming I'm back. holding hope. I, you know, weird stuff happens, but uh, I think it's, it's very slim. I'm, I'm not excited, guys. I'm, I'm, I mean, you're, you know, you want to be honest. It's like, you know, and I'm going to get piled on and trolled on Twitter, but, yeah, I'm not excited about the state of the DCU. Like, I'm just not. Like, I, 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 I love what Marvel has done, and they continue to up the game. And you know, I, I just, I don't know, Flash. I don't care. It should have been Flashpoint. Exactly. That's should've the reason been... I cared. He's fought. By the way, I, Ezra Miller to me is my Flash. Like, I prefer you know, the, 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 the visualization and, and the charm he brought to the character, so much credit, you know, should be going to Zack Snyder, actually, uh, for casting him. And, and, and for the, really, again, a much more stylish visualization than what's on TV, okay? And that's my flash. And the way you, the way you keep that going is you, you make flash point your civil war. You make it that movie where everybody else is in there, and when the Flash movie makes six, seven, eight hundred million worldwide, because it had all those other characters in it, that's a really good number, and that's a way to recover the fumble that was Justice League. 
Flashpoint should have been made, and it yeah, and they ha- and then anyway, anyway. <laughs> and having and having Bob Zemeckis there wanting to do it because that's what I heard he wanted yeah. to do it, but they they went they they didn't. He had some other things going on, which is uh, you know AAA filmmaker. Of course, he's got. He's I think always- with, I think with or without Bob Zemeckis, Flashpoint as what they were you know sounding like they were going to do. Uh, you know, with Ben Affleck in there as Batman and Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill, uh, you know, in the same universe as Aquaman and, 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 and all this. And not in the same universe, but using these characters. You know, I just think making Flashpoint into like a mini Justice League movie would have been a palette cleanser for Justice League and would have kept the universe going at a very crucial time. And, th- and now there's, it sounds like there's going to be no Ben Affleck. Henry Cavill's still kind of in the wings, so to speak. Yeah, I think I think they'll probably get that going, and I'm excited about that. Again, just because I'm not excited about the overall state of affairs at DC doesn't mean I can't. Like, I'm excited about Birds of Prey. Excited about the idea of a Superman movie. I'm totally waiting to see about Batman. I mean, so much of that is execution and actor. Otherwise, we could literally be at like the Timothy Dalton stage of the Batman universe, you know? Or I mean, like, sorry, it's all now about actor and execution. Kyle, chime in. Definitely a little bit nervous about how this is all going to play out, but um, but like Dan said, Aquaman seems promising. Just, just waiting to see that trailer to really start kicking it in high gear here. Uh, as far as all the other projects, it, it it really is hard for me to get excited for anything past that until we're we're closer to them going to production. Because right now, just just throwing ideas out there for me, and just it's hard to get excited about ideas like. They 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 changed their minds so many times on what they want to do that I'm not it's not worth my effort. And there's supposed to be like a Lobo film at like I remember that was gonna like that was out in the ether and we haven't yeah, seen and, and that was like, see that and, and that's like an example to me to like now you know give an example where that's cool like that's that that, that hey by trying to be the filmmaker friendly studio they can go get Michael Bay to flirt with doing Lobo. Because you can say, hey, it's Deadpool in space or whatever, you know, and, and, and Deadpool meets Guardians of the Galaxy, however they pitched it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that could be cool because Michael Bay's interest could move the needle to make Warner Brothers spend the money in Lobo that while that, you know, hey, I think that's a cool take, I'm, I'll, right? Hey, Deadpool meets uh, Guardians, right? But, yeah, you, 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 don't, you, you need something at this point because the DC brand is not strong like Marvel where it can just launch something. I mean, Marvel can just launch something, right? DC's not there. So, you know, they're, they're a little gun shy. So, hey, Michael Bay, that, that moves the needle. Hey, you get Michael Bay, you get a co-actor. You know, Nicolas Cage. Of course, right? I mean, it's, it's perfect, right? <laughs> it's, it's the perfect vehicle, right? Um, but, you know, seriously, I mean, I just... There is cool stuff you can do in DC. I was very excited about the idea if they did make the Suicide Squad sequel, if they were going to have The Rock in it, you know, playing Black Adam, because that was a really, again, a master stroke. Like, oh, that's how you firewall the next Suicide Squad. That's how you keep it relevant. You, you, but you, you, you have to do things like that. You have to do that or the Flashpoint. You have to do things to keep it relevant and fresh. You have to bring it your A game the way Marvel has. Otherwise, you're just going to get these, you know, little standalone movies that are going to feel very just uh, low rent, some of them. Do you, do you think that Wonder Woman 84 is not going to continue 
Do you think it's not like you 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 use the word fresh? Do you think that's not going to be, you know, Patty Jenkins, you know, is fantastic, but do you think that's just going to be just another run of the mill comic book film, or do you think that's I mean going to keep it energized at DC? I mean, look, I mean, look, I love the first Wonder Woman. I'm one of its biggest advocates, right? And I was so pleasantly surprised when I saw it because there was so much. You kept hearing that the studio had, like, no confidence in the movie. And then suddenly it was like I heard that there were warring factions. Like, you know, some of the younger, cooler people got it. Like, no, this is a good movie. You, you, you know, you need to get behind this. And, and, and I think it was not because people didn't think the movie was good. I think they just didn't care about the brand, right? I think people just didn't, you know, some people and, – and I, I'm already saying more than I should. But my point being is that it – it was such a surprise to so many, and it worked, and it was very fresh. It was fresh in so many ways. You know, the second movie, in my opinion, when I was looking at it, I thought it should have been kind of like a Winter Soldier movie. It should have now been the movie that brings her into the into the modern day and, 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 and would have been a great movie from which to build out the DC universe. I mean, what an opportunity, because she's like the MVP, speaking of MVPs, right? <laughs> so um, at the same time, I don't really know much about the one they're doing other than that it's set in the 80s which is cool and it has chris pine back uh so i'll totally be open-minded if you're asking me what i would have done or what i think would have been the the bigger bet or the safer bet i think a modern day you know movie now again you know and, and i'm sure i'm going to take heat for this because you god forbid you should address things in the context of the larger cinematic universe and not the individual film but you know, I've always believed that when you work at a company that's publicly traded, dealing with valuable intellectual property, you need to service the intellectual property and the stockholders when you're dealing with stuff like this. And I think, again, Marvel has shown the best model for how to do this stuff. And I think that every time they, they, they try and do something different there, it has to be applauded if it works. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to say, that, let's see. Let's see if Wonder Woman 2 makes more than Wonder Woman makes as much or makes a little bit less. I think Wonder Woman 2 needs to make more than Wonder Woman 1 did, domestically and overseas, not just overseas. Interesting, interesting. I totally lost my train of thought when you said something, Dan. I, I don't know, you know, what else, uh, you know, is going on there. And, and again, look, it's just hard for me because, look, I love Marvel, and I think Marvel has proven that you don't need your most valuable players to be successful. I mean, Spider-Man is at Sony. They frankly do not need Spider-Man. I mean, it's great that they have him back, but I think when you look at the growth of Black Panther and, and everything, it's not like they need Spider-Man at this point. Sony needs them. It's the opposite, right? And, you know, Iron Man, who we all originally thought was, like, so important for Marvel— and he is incredibly important, the character, and, and Robert Downey Jr. and the combination. But we also see with Guardians and Black Panther and Doctor Strange that there's just so many pillars now and that it's such a strong brand. And I just you know, feel like with, with DC, they don't have that. And, 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 and probably their strongest element was Batman. And you need to keep that solid. And if you start to mess around with that, I'm worried about the fundamentals of that universe because they don't currently have the Doctor Strange Guardians. I mean, they have Wonder Woman. I mean, at this point, they have Wonder Woman, and if they get Cavill going, and listen, the Flash movie might do well because he's good, and and I think those guys are going to make a fun movie. But I just don't feel like they're swinging for the fences the way Marvel does. It seems like it seems like they are playing it very safe, and you know maybe they should be, but at the same time, it's 
I'd much rather have them go out and, you know, swing for the fences, you, you, take, you, you, take reps. You play, you play it, you know, to me, it's not about, to me, it's about you should always swing for the fences. And, and to me, like, Aquaman is swinging for the fences. It doesn't have to be a movie with tons of characters the way the first Wonder Woman did. That's exactly it. Wonder Woman was an origin story. We get to see the origin story of Diana Prince before she met Batman and Superman, which, by the way, had already been done on screen in BBS, right? Mm-hmm. And Justice League was already coming, and we've already had her in a movie with those guys. I want to now see her in the modern world. I don't want to see a bunch of Captain America sequels in World War II. I don't want to see a Captain America movie where he, you know, even in the 80s. I just want to see him in the modern world. So, you know, ideally, I'd like to see Wonder Woman in the modern world, and I would use that franchise to world build. I, you know, Batman, you know, to me, you could totally just keep playing in the corner of the Bat universe with Ben Affleck. You don't have to cross-pollinate. He does work better when he's kind of on his own in Gotham. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, to give, like, okay, you know, all the guys who don't like Jeff Johns, who are part of the Snyder Cut, you know, brigade, let's talk about Zack Snyder for a second. Again, probably the best manifestation and visualization of the Batman on screen is Batman versus Superman. I, 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 I don't think it's at all as good as a movie as Batman Begins or Dark Knight or even Dark Knight Rises, but just in terms of how the character is visualized, the technicality, the process, the, the, the way Affleck looks, all of it, it it's so perfect. He would, he, that milieu would have carried over so well and been such a staple of the DC universe. <laughs> And now it seems like we're not like that era is done. So it's it's we're it's we're back into this weird spot where there's you know half the half the you know Twitter people are like bring bring us more Affleck and like other people are like kind of one foot in one foot out like. But that, I'm kind but of that's any, but that's everything. I mean everything online, everything on social media, everybody you know. Do you like Last Jedi? Do you not? Do you like Snyder? Do you not? Do you like Affleck? Do you not? Ultimately what these companies have to do and these filmmakers have to do is tune that out and just, and just, and just play, you know, of what they have. And I just think Marvel has really shown something. And I just think that, you know, DC was at some point trying to sort of emulate that in the right way. And then I think, you know, something happened where some fa- even though they were on a right path, I think certain, you know, failures and overreactions meant that they didn't stick with that right path necessarily. And, and have now again, altered the plan. I just think that, you know, when you get to a, a universe and it's got like three or four evolutions, it, it that bumpy road can kind of show. I there's just back to I'm just I'm just kind of I'm not as excited as I should be. And if they do announce a new Batman, I I really do hope it's Army Hammer or Jake Gyllenhaal. But even at this point, it's like you have you still have you had I guess you could you should say Ben Affleck who was the best visual best person to really interpret the role of the character of Batman. He looks the part, you know, the, you know, the warehouse sequence was by far one of the best, you know, Batman on live screen things ever. Yeah. Well, exactly. To the point I was just saying, I mean, that's exactly what is in my head when I'm thinking about just, you know, Affleck as Batman and Snyder is as how he visualized everything. Kyle, do you have any questions? I'm still trying to fucking remember what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> God damn! It, it's it's a real shame that all of this drama had to happen, and kind of it's kind of caused things to start slipping away. Because I really really enjoyed Affleck's interpretation of the character and Snyder's ability to like bring that vision to life. Um, yeah, uh, going going forward, I 
I want to have faith that they are going to find a great replacement. I, I don't, I can't really name any names that who I'd want right now, but I'm eagerly awaiting to see who they think is the best person for the job. Matthew McConaughey. Look, look, you know, I love Ben Affleck in the role, and I think he's maybe the reference standard in the live action, it, it, specifically in BVS. I mean, there's, I, I feel like in Justice League, it's like, you know, there's the version of the movie that Snyder shot. There's a version of the movie that, you know, Whedon shot. There's a version of the movie that, you know, God knows who else shot. It, it, it's, I don't know if Affleck felt as excited to be there on set. Maybe it kind of showed. I mean, but like, come on, like you, you that's exactly it. Hence Flashpoint, reset, reboot, right? Let's go, you know, get a good filmmaker. They have good filmmakers. Uh, you know, there you go. You know, cleanse the palate and, and you know, take the way he was in BBS and carry that over into this, you know, individual three or four or five, you know, Batfleck movies. It just seems so, so obvious to me. But the character is huge. He was around before Ben Affleck played him. He was brilliantly portrayed by Michael Keaton. He was brilliantly portrayed by Christian Bale. He was brilliantly portrayed by Adam West. Uh, I'm sure there's some people who think that Val Kilmer was the greatest Batman ever. Tom loves Tom, that's my Tom's favorite version of Batman. Even Clooney doesn't like his own version, so <laughs> we don't have to go there. But you know, I, I just think like, look, so the character will endure. But what I do keep coming back to is, as I said, the bumpy road, because I think at this point, and I think that's also why Reese doesn't want to share in the same universe, probably, because if he's not going to bring back the same actor, and he, you know, you would want to sort of carve it out. But it just it's just hard for me because I feel like I'll go see Aquaman and love it, and you know, Shazam is not necessarily a movie I'm dying to see the way I'm honestly not dying to see Ant-Man and the Wasp, okay? So, um, but, you know, I feel like I'll still, like, appreciate that it's in the universe of Aquaman and Wonder Woman. And, you know, even though I would rather Wonder Woman 2 be modern day and, like, you know, have Lex Luthor in it or whatever, like, I'm still going to enjoy Wonder Woman 2. Like, there's a universe here, and, and, and Birds of Prey is going to be part of that universe. So I just want to see that universe continue. But again, they're going to say that they don't have to do the exact same model, and they're going to push point to their precedent of the comics have always had kind of elseworlds and in the universes. And I'll make my argument and say, yeah, but you only get so many shots. But we can go round and round forever. It, it's, it's, it, this is where we're at. Maybe right now, as I say, Batman goes through its Timothy Dalton or, you know, Andrew Garfield phase. And, and by the way, that's sad because Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man. The movies just didn't work. Mm -hmm. I would um, agree. I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 with that giant blue dildo definitely did not work. <laughs> yeah, that's, what he, that's what he looked like. Electro looks like, I swear to God, Google blue dildo and you pull the two <laughs> next to each other. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, thing. that was, I mean, look, and that's exactly because the first Amazing Spider-Man, again, I do think swung for some fences, actually, uh, you know, ironically, because it was like, okay, what are we doing here? Are you going to start the movie and have more to be Spider-Man? Are you going to redo the origin story? They, they, it, was, it was sort of a, a growing pains experience, probably, the production of that. But by the time you're watching Amazing Spider-Man 2, I mean, you're just at the end. There was nowhere to go but for them to make that deal with Marvel, because the character was becoming so irrelevant. It was literally the Batman and Robin moment. And ha <laughs> ha, Batman and Robin, so Batman. So we know that these characters can reach a point where people start to get tired, where it's not so fresh, right? Well, you know, is, it, so is it being, is it, was that, the, 
does it being tired have to do with the overall quality of the film, or they just release it just too close together? Or well, both. I mean, I think I think it depends on the both because I I, I think and, and that's a good point. Look, I mean, it's funny. Oftentimes, people get tired at the same time the quality seems to subside, right? So you know, Matt Reeves is a very good filmmaker, and he can cast a very good guy as Batman. And I could sit here and tell you, look. I don't agree with this decision, but my God, this guy was great, and Matt Reeves made a great Batman film. So, you know, they could buck that trend. I think, personally, however good the movie is, there's now a commercial ceiling by not being in a shared universe, because I think the mass audience wants the Marvel model. And I think people can digress whatever they, they want, they could argue, and, 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 and you know, you know why, why I beg to differ. Well, you know what? Let's let's let the numbers speak because I think that the next Batman movie is not going to be anywhere as big as the next Black Panther movie. I would agree, and like if you look at how they're doing kind of things like Harry Potter, like like okay, if we were to look at like the model that if we were to compare like models like Marvel and like Harry Potter, like the, like okay, so the second Fantastic Beast movie, we're seeing young Dumbledore, we're seeing these these characters that you know fans love. Right, so why can't they? I don't know. It's it goes back to that thing. It's like they need to all just get into a room. Okay, what's gonna work? Wh who? What do the fans really want? They want Ben Affleck as Batman. What can we do to get him to be excited? Where can we? If if the if the filmmaker doesn't want it, what can we do to get that filmmaker to be like, all right? What do we have to do to get you to? Because Ben Affleck was a damn good Batman and Batman versus Superman. I even liked him in that like end sequence at the end of Suicide Squad as Bruce right. Wayne. Well, Give and, me and more of that. Yeah, and, and that's exactly it. It's like, now we're really, really uncharted waters because again, it's like, this isn't like Bond, you know, or Spider-Man was at the time where you're just, okay, new actor, new director, you know, a little bit of time, let's go. Again, you have Aquaman coming out. You have Shazam coming out. You have Wonder Woman 2 coming out. You have Birds of Prey coming out. All these movies are in, again, the same universe that imbue value to library titles that existed before them, some of which were very successful. Wonder Woman being huge. Suicide Squad actually being quite a large movie. Man of Steel, you know, and BVS, maybe not as big as people wanted them, but sizable. You know, only one actual misfire there, and it still had a hell of an imprint. Justice League, right? So that library is now just being added to with these other movies and 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 this again this universe again we will just keep coming back but there's precedent but i don't know precedent's great i don't know how you know you can point to precedent all you want let's see how the numbers are i, I think people want to be able to go back watch other movies i think part of what makes the marvel movies so successful is you now have this giant universe library but it's a universe you can go back and 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 you feel comfort Mm -hmm. and, and you ride this party train every time a new one is coming. It's an excuse to go back and watch. And, and you know, people like Aquaman, they're going to go back. They're going to rewatch Justice League. They're going to be easier on Justice League and its ancillary incarnation because they've liked Aquaman, because they're excited about Wonder Woman 2. They're going to be nicer to Affleck, you know, if they didn't like him in that movie. They're going to think back to BVS was pretty cool here or there. Double down. Swing for the fences. Go. I, I sound like a broken record. We'll see. It's uncharted territory. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not excited about a Batman movie for the first time in a long time. I, I'm really excited about the filmmaker. So 
that could neutralize that. But but so much to me cast. But I just I want to be in the same universe. I'm sorry. And it's it, it's like you said, it's uncharted territory because it's okay. So they already have an established universe. What 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 does that mean for you know Batman? Are they gonna are they gonna keep Ben Affleck around for <laughs> Shazam? Are they <laughs> sorry? Right. Are they gonna, you know like Birds of Prey? What? How does that? Is, is what, Matt, does, uh, right. I mean, I mean that's exactly it. It's like okay, you can get away with it, but like you know, how does that affect Birds of Prey? How does that affect like? Are you not going to make another Justice League movie? Like, like Gal Gadot is going to be in Wonder Woman two, and are you not going to go make Justice League two if if Wonder Woman two does well and Aquaman does well and the Flash does well? So who's going to be Batman in that? The same guy playing, and then but you go back and you watch those other movies. I don't understand. I'm very confused. It's and it confuses. I, I feel like it. Like some people are like, oh, it's not going to confuse the audience. Just make the film good. Well, some people enjoy, you know, Ben Affleck in Justice League. Some people enjoy him in BDS. Some people enjoy him in Suicide Squad. Are they gonna Are they gonna go come up to, and see, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal and Batman, and you know, in the Batman, be like, who's this guy? Why is yeah. Alfred the same person? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I just think all of this. Like, I don't care how good creatively. I think they've now created commercial ceilings. Like, I, 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 I to be honest, I think you you now create a lot of commercial ceilings. And, and and as good as you are creatively, you may not be over to overcome that now. And, so I, and that's a shame. And, so I, and, and, and avoidable. I, I agree. I agree. So I do remember what I was going to say, because you said swing for the fences. And it comes with Aquaman. They're swinging for the fences with Aquaman because it's going to be the first superhero film underwater. Like, it's primarily going to be take, taking place underwater. We've seen superhero films, you know, in space, you know, on Earth. This one's going deep sea. So I feel like that is going to give that kind of like that Black Panther, that Avatar kind of yes, like, yes. this isn't and, something and we've never seen yes, before. Yes. I, and, and, it's, and, and it's next gen. It's not just this sort of like, I think we all have this sort of like generic or conventional view of like the Atlantean, you know, Milu and how that would look. And I think what Juan has done is he's, you know, from what I hear, he's made Blade Runner underwater or something. I mean, like, like, like. I, I just think he's bringing the A game to this. I, I think, I think you got an actor who was born to play this role. One of the highlights of Justice League. I think you got a really cool supporting cast. I think Juan is just like energized to do this thing and is bringing it. And you know, I, I, that was a movie. I you know sometimes I was like I was a little iffy about at one point. You know exactly that because I kind of felt Aquaman like. But I think to exactly to what you just said, Justin, I think it, it's going to have the, I think it's it, it's not going to be done in a sort of generic, conventional way. I think it's being done in an Avatar Black Panther way. I think that's a universe. I think that's one of the missed opportunities Marvel missed. I mean, talk about a company that was so ahead and they had Namor. And mm-hmm. they could have, if they assuming they had Namor, I don't know, but, I, but I, I don't know if they got the rights back or not. But if they did get the rights, that was a, but you know what? Sometimes things work out. And Aquaman, right. let's be honest was always kind of the cooler character than Namor, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, like Namor, I, I don't, and I know now I'm going to get hate because I just said something and people are going to come out and say, no, Namor was, I don't know. My there are literally Aquaman. dozens of fans of Namor. <laughs> I mean, so, so, you know, maybe things were meant to be. Maybe Aquaman needed to be made fun of an entourage, but also have his great Q raised and then be done this way. I'm just getting really excited about that movie. I mean, I'm like... I mean, I mean, to me, I, I don't know which movie I'm more excited about, Aquaman or Captain Marvel. They're, they're, I'm equally excited about both those movies. And it come, it, like, I have arguments all the time with people like, well, you know, Avatar is just like that Pokemon. It's like 
that very generic Pocahontas kind of storyline. It's like, look, I love they took they took us to a whole new like planet. They showed us something that we've never seen before. That's why that movie did two billion. It had you know it had its you know story restrictions. That's like I, how I usually you know talk to people. It's like it's a story and a script restricted to like it's it had to tell like a whole like backstory of who these characters are, but. You know, the love story, it is what that is, but it took you to a place where you had never been before. And it made use 3D that had never been used like that before. And then right after, everyone, every studio's like, how can we use 3D? Did, you know, let's do, like, Clash of the Titans film. Remember that? Like, they're like, at, at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, they, well, they, there, was, there, was a whole, there was a whole spate of films, like, right after Avatar came out, where they did the, the post-3D conversion, and, and it looked awful in many of them, but yeah. it bumped up the box office significantly, you know, here and especially overseas. So that is what this Aquaman's going to do. It's going to have that Avatar effect, where it's going to be, I want to see what, you know, yeah, no, it, finally it, been it, able to do underwater. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I think, again, it's going to be a huge movie, and I think people are going to go back, and they're going to rewatch both BVS and Justice League as a result <laughs> of it, because he's in Justice League, and he's even cameos in BVS. And those same people are going to be a lot of people who have seen Suicide Squad and seen that cameo in the end with Affleck, and, and you know, yada, 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 everything we are just talking about. But, but individually, I think a really big movie. I will say, actually, I say I go back and forth. You know what? And, and here, here, I'll betray myself and, and, and say exactly. I am more excited for Aquaman and Captain Marvel. I accept I am more for Captain Marvel for one reason. Captain Marvel has one advantage over Aquaman that even though I think visually and stylistically and just conceptually what's going on is going to be something I've never seen before. And maybe Captain Marvel blows me away. But you know what pushes Captain Marvel over the edge for me right now? The fact that it ties into Infinity War and that it ties into Avengers 4 and that it ties into Guardians of the Galaxy, that wrote mm-hmm. the Accusers in it, that maybe we get a Thanos cameo. So, you know, maybe I'm just some dumb fanboy. I don't know. I got a feeling the majority of the audiences are that too, fanboys and fangirls, because I think that stuff works, guys. One last question before we let you go. They see Warner Brothers DC has a juggernaut that they have not unleashed yet. And we, I want to know why they have it. They have Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the biggest movie star in the world right now. And they we still have not gotten any news about Black Adam. What is why I, why are they fast tracking that? I, I we just talked I don't know. I think the idea of him being in Suicide Squad 2 was brilliant. Um I, I think there was a rumor maybe he's gonna be the villain in Superman 2. Did somebody tell me that? Did you tell me that? Was that Maybe out? I, told, I don't know. Uh, it would be fitting. I don't know. Did I just did I just spoil? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think um, you know. I, I, again, that's a terrific piece of talent merged with that character. That is the ultimate package, and they're sitting on that. And he is like, you talk about another MVP. It's like he could be in Suicide Squad. He could be in Black Adam standalone, you know, franchise. He could be in like a Superman movie as like a villain slash co-star. Uh, and he could be a major player in a Justice League movie. I mean, he, you know, he, he could just be a, a total MVP for the DC universe. So He's going to open Skyscraper. is going to be one of the top five summer movies this year. And it's Die Hard in a Skyscraper. Is it good is the question. I know it's going to open well. The question is, how is it going to be? That's a good question. I don't know. Like... 
that's... that 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 will that will that will determine. Does, does it need to be good though? I mean, his name's already a huge draw for well, opening weekend. For, for, well, yes, but for what you just said, for it to be huge. I mean, Rampage only made like thirty or so or forty million opening weekend. It never hit a hundred domestic. That's kind of like an also ran. I don't think Skyscraper wants to do that. I think Skyscraper wants to do one hundred and fifty domestic. You know, give or take. If it did, you know, one forty, maybe they'd be happy. Uh, I'm sure they'd love for it to do what you just said, Justin, and blow up and. You know, you know, Mission Impossible is going to do 200 million. Is it going to do 200 million? I don't know. It could. It's The Rock. Never underestimate The Rock. I think and I, I argued that. We were texting. I was like, dude, it's going to hit. I just saw 100 million. And you're like, no. It's, and I was like, it is. And you were right. I was like, fuck. I hate being wrong. <laughs> we were texting that. Do you remember that? You're like, Probably. it's not doing it. It does. Oh, it's not all about Rampage? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, because, again, like, you put him in, you put him in Jumanji, that was always going to be big. I mean, look, I never knew Jumanji. I'm pretty good. I know box office, okay? Like, I'm pretty good, right? I'm, I'm not always right. I mean, I took a bath on Solo, okay? I, I, I was like, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's Star Wars. They saved it, you know? Um, I, you know, Jumanji was like, eh, like 150 in the States, probably. I mean, 400 million is huge. You know, <laughs> I, I think, you know, Skyscraper could, could do that. I think the Hobbs movie is going to do well. You know, the, the big monsters that he has. He has his stuff like Black Adam. You know, that's just that's just a you know a, a monster franchise that he has. But yeah, Rampage. You know, but they, they did okay on it. They, no, they didn't lose any money on it. It's a programmer in a way. It's a piece of business, as they say. I like I said. I just it doesn't make any sense. You have the biggest star. It's like you have you can print money with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and they need a big win. And you can, and, you can, and again, so maybe that's why they're being really delicate with how they use him and figuring out whether it's the best because he, he is the MVP. So figure out the best or an MVP. So you know him of VC. I think the MVPs are the Batman character, but you know it, 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 it's to be determined now based on what happens with him. I think right now Gal Gadot is unequivocally the most valuable aspect of. DC, and I'll say that maybe the second most valuable aspect is another woman. It may be uh, Harlequin. I think it might be uh, because I think those are really their two most valuable, iconic characters now on a filmic level that they can capitalize on. More Harlequin than Joker, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know the the next one is probably yeah, Dwayne. I mean, he's 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 I think more valuable in that role, that package uh, than necessarily a generic Batman or Superman. Could they lose him though? Could could DC Warner Brothers lose him as Bat- Black? Yeah, anything's yeah, anything's possible. Fuck. Marvel gets him right, but but I mean, like, let, let's see what happens. I think he's I no, I, I think he's pretty committed, guys. He's that's what I mean. I think like if you look, he's like a producer on Shazam, and I think that that again, I think that that's what I'm saying. I think they're being kind of delicate. They're probably trying to figure out what the best foot forward is with him. Is it Suicide Squad two, or is it a Black Adam sequel? Or is it co-starring in the Superman sequel to juice the Superman sequel and make sure that it does really well? You know, they, they, they might be, that might be one of those things where, where they're, they're really just figuring out what the best play is. I'm looking right now to see if he's a producer because I was like, please, God, let him be a producer. I think, I, I think he's an executive producer on Shazam. Uh... I think that was a carryover because I believe originally he was going to be the villain in the movie. He is, before yes. they, Yeah, before they decided to develop Black Adam as a standalone and and actually not have him in Shazam, but that carried over. And I wouldn't be surprised if he cameos in some capacity in Shazam. So I still think it's a. I I mean, Kyle, don't you think that him not being in Shazam is kind of hindrance on the overall 
excitement and box office of that kind of because i mean it's like right now if you were like all right name the characters of shazam that you're excited to see it's like uh, shazam billy batson well i think uh, look look <laughs> i look 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 i mean that's a whole separate issue and I, I will have to run in a minute but i will just say to you guys like yes you know um yeah i, I was more excited about shazam when it was shazam and it had black adams last the rock in it and when it sounded like they did this thing you know he will be the coolest black adam but i don't know how much my appetite and I wonder, you know, the broad appetite will be for Shazam. I think it's going to do well. I just think, again, speaking of ceilings, I, I don't know how well it will do. Uh, you know, I think it could do very well, though, because I think, you know, big in the superhero universe and the way they're going to use Cavill, apparently, again, is Affleck in it? I, I, I don't, I'm so confused. I'm just so confused with DC. <laughs> and that's, that's going to wrap up this episode. We will have Dan back on in a couple weeks to do our dark night. Cause I've been watching that a lot actually recently. So still holds up, still amazing. Um, where can we find you on social media there, sir? Find me at Twitter. I'm at D alter 007. Always being trolled by the DC radicals, even though <laughs> I sit here for hours talking about how much I love these movies and these characters. <laughs> Uh, I think I don't think you're on Instagram, so I was like, no. Nah, yeah. I mean, I am, but I never post anything. Um, I mean, I was, I don't know, somewhere there. On, you know, God knows what else is on the internet and all of us. It's all 1983, <laughs> Wonder Woman '84. I mean, you guys thought 1984, Big Brother. It's coming, boys. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you so much. Appreciate you having coming. Guys, it's always fun to uh, to unwind and talk with you. And uh, great excuse for me to have put Batman Begins on in the background here. Which uh, which is always fun to watch. It's so good. It's so good. Fantastic. It's so good. All right, guys. I'll chat with you soon.